2003, when the velodrome in Newport opened for the first time and held the European Derny Championships. Brad, having won, was holding court in the bar afterwards with Dave Brailsford, us fresh-faced juniors hanging round him. At one point after midnight, he and Dave were chasing Ed Clancy and me around the car park. Shortly after that, someone ended up in the pond out front and was last seen trying to backstroke through the muddy water. It's fair to say, times have changed. Brad is someone I've always looked up to, because he's always done what I wanted to do. And because he's not that much older than me, I've seen him do it. Winning the Junior Worlds, winning Olympic gold, even at the velodrome in Manchester, winning national titles as a kid. On the track, he would always turn up with a purpose. He was always motivated for the efforts ahead, just the same as Chris Hoy. Others might be struggling or fearing the pain, and Brad and Chris were probably feeling exactly the same, but it didn't show. We would stare in admiration. They were always the first up for the next effort. They're up again. They're going for it. They knew what they were training for, and so they did the work. That rubbed off on the whole group. Brad with the endurance squad... Chris with the sprinters. Each was like the godfather. Their attitude spread to us. At least, it did in the end. At the start of it all, when us young lads were among the first intake to the British Olympic Academy, I shared a house with Mark Cavendish and Ed Clancy. On my birthday in 2005, I went to the pub for a few beers with Irish rider Matt Bramier. A few beers that Watching Liverpool coming back from 3-0 down against Milan to win the Champions League final turned into many, many beers. It was buzzing. Through extra time and then penalties, drinking away, so inebriated by the time it all ended that we piled into the branch of Subway down the road and bought every single cookie they had left. Back to ours, frisbeeing these cookies around, waking up Cav and Ed, turning over the sofas. Cav was furious. So furious that he rang our coach, Rod Ellingworth. The next morning, we had an interview at the house with Larry Hickmott, a journalist for British Cycling. I was frantically cleaning the house, at least until the hoover broke. I had to borrow the neighbours. Getting ready for training, I couldn't find my cycling shoe. I rang Bramier to ask if he knew where it was. No idea. Five minutes later, he called back. Ah, I think I stuck it in the freezer. The following day, a big meeting was called. Head coach Shane Sutton was in terrifying form. Gee, mate, the buck stops with you. This is your fault. So you're not riding the Five Valleys, a big race in Wales I was really looking forward to. You're going into the peaks with the big boys. We were sent off with Brad and Steve Cummings on a monstrous punishment ride. They'd been told to stick a wheel on me and going up the long cat-and-fiddle climb out of Macclesfield into the peaks. That was exactly what they did. Brad had just returned from riding the Giro and was in shape, while Steve was in fine form. We had to do effort after effort in the hills, and then lead out after lead out in the Cheshire lanes. Brutal. I learned my lesson. Don't go back to your own house after a night out. Head over to Bramier's instead. A little later... Brad decided to pop over to mine for another training ride. At the time, I'd just moved into the first house I ever bought, a modest property in Newton-le-Willows, one of the tougher parts of the North West. Brad being Brad, 
who turned up in a brand new pearl white BMW M3. My first thought was, that won't be here when we get back. We went out for a five hour ride. When we returned to see that car still gleaming outside my house, I could hardly contain my relief. If Brad is high in confidence, he's unbeatable. He'll just go out there and smash it and be great. If he's a bit doubtful, he'll barely turn up at the race. He's always been like this, even training for the pursuit in Beijing four years before he became the first Briton to win the Tour de France. When he was training for the Tour, he took his preparations to a level that most of us had never seen before. What you ate mattered far less on the track, but in 2012, it was as if the coaches and nutritionists wrote his program on the laptops, pressed enter, and it went straight into Brad's brain. It was almost like he was a robot, carrying out instructions by remote. I'd never seen anyone so focused.